Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the Trampled Bet podcast for the weekend of Saturday, October 1st, 2022. I'm your host, Andy Vaughn, and with me, as always, is Gordo. Aloha. How you doing, Andy? I am good. It's been a, a couple of weeks. How are you? Been... How's, how's the international break been for you? Um, I, I mean, you gave me a ticket to one of the games, so that was good. So I went and seen Scotland uh, beat Ukraine 3-0. And then the Ireland game was good because we won that as well. And then I watched a 0-0 draw last night. So not too bad. England got relegated out of their uh, Group A. So I, I don't I mean, know what more I can achieve really from this international break. What an absolute poison chalice that is, though. Yeah. Into. Congratulations. Go and get pumped by Italy and Germany. Yeah, yeah. Like, Here's that, your that's what Portugal, we, that's Italy, what we won. Yeah. But I mean, it's good, it's good to be able to go. We generally we get to play these one of these guys and we have to hold out for a nil nil draw. And now there's the opportunity to be like, right, you've actually got to go doing something or you're just going to end up in Group B again. So it'll be good. I mean, group B is not bad because we can backdoor into competitions that way, but we're not backdooring in through Group A. Uh, no, that's yeah, very much it, the front door. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, um, no, it was good. It was a good, good week to be a, a Scotland fan. Um, if you take out the first halves and a couple of the games, which were horrendous. Yeah. But anyway, international week over. The podcast is back. Um, and we have a new guest with us this week. Um, regular listeners will know. Uh, we rotate the guests. And we've not we've not seen this guy in a while. So big trample bet. Welcome to Chris Kelly. How are you, Chris? All right. Yeah, fine, fine. Yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, first time this season. Maybe first time this year, I don't know, it's, it's been quite a while. Possibly. I thought you were going to introduce him as oh, Hulk no, Hogan think... there. Original driving license, Hulk Hogan, <laughs> Chris Kelly. For, for those on the Patreon channel that are watching the video uh, podcast of this, Chris, tell us, what, tell us what you told us just before we started recording when we were talking about the likes. Yeah, apparently there's uh, the original copy of Hulk Hogan's driving license going about and that bear a bit of a resemblance. So <laughs> Nice. Well, pretty cool. I mean, I've got I've got really nothing to add to that. I've not even seen Hulk Hogan's original driving license, so I cannot verify this claim. But I'll take your word. It doesn't seem like the sort of thing you'd lie about. No, it's not. It's not. I, I don't think. I don't think it's a badge of honor in twenty twenty two. To be honest. Well, it's very good to have you back, um, and we'll be looking forward to hearing your picks after the ad break, as is the norm on this podcast. But before that, Gordo, we've got some results to recap from a while ago. Uh, when myself, you and Joey um, did the show for the weekend of the 17th of September. Uh, I started this. I had a terrible week, but they were all really close. Um, my banker was a nil-nil Yokohama versus Sapporo in the J-League. And um, Yokohama had the ball in the net in the second half and it was disallowed for, I remember ranting on the group chat for some sort of weird handball or something that just wasn't anything. Um yeah, so that was a, a bad start to the week um, and, and very irritating. Uh, I didn't. Um, I had a 4-0 win for Valanga versus Sandefjord. Um, 
So this is, they were ended up going off at one to three. They drifted slightly in, which was nice. Uh, there was no doubt about the result of this. They were 2-0 up at half time and 4-0 up by full time. So banker in there, pretty solid and decent. And then Excellent. How, how Joey, did Joey get on? Well, this is the thing. So I feel slightly sorry for Joey this week. And there's, there's a couple of reasons for that. One of which is the man has been pushing to get a four out of four week for how long? I mean, he's been emulating Dave. He's been trying to do this. And yeah, he just, he's, he, he wasn't getting it to start with. And the week that he's not on to do these update, he starts off beautifully with an Austin SV versus Nashville SC. Uh, and he had the X2 on that. And uh, it was pretty much the two. Um, Nashville won <laughs> overall. He was he was on the positive yeah. bit of that line. Um, so a great start for Joey. And that was it. He posts his pick in decimal form. So 1.66 <laughs> if anyone wants to um, pull that out. But yeah, so a, a good pick for Joey to start off with and a good result to start the bankers. On to the value picks. And again, a bad week for me. It just it just wasn't happening in the Japanese J-League. Kashiba versus Kawasaki Frontale. Of course, Frontale had the lead, first half lead, and they gave that lead away and the game ended one each. So another draw for me. Yeah, I mean, I also had a pretty damn good week. I'm just looking at Joey's picks at the same time here because this is it. <laughs> I've got six picks to to, to read out. Um, yeah, so this was my most preferred pick of uh, my last week and I was really chuffed with the overall result. This was Regina versus Citadella. It went off at six to five. Regina will feature again for this me this week. I think the bookies are continually underpricing them to do what they've been doing and they comfortably went out and beat uh, Citadella here. So yeah, a decent result for me in the banker slot and sorry, in the value slot. But uh, yeah, not it, it was moot after after the start of uh, start of the weekend. But um, yeah, so on to Joey's, I guess. Um, and Joey had Bremen uh, point plus point seven five, which is basically X two, I believe. Is that how this works? Is this? Yeah, it? we 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 did it as draw no bet, but that's an Asian handicap, which is essentially two different bets. Yeah, um, you know, so that you get money back um, in one of the eventualities. But yeah, for for, for the purposes of including it on Akers and various things, take the double chance. Yeah, so it was even money, one each draw. So uh, a decent result again for Joey in the value column. On to the outsiders, no surprise. The week I was having mine lost. I had Gambo Zaka away at Vissel Kobe. Huge odds of 11 to 4 on Gambo Zaka. Of course, they took the lead. That's just a familiar story of the entire week. Gave the lead away in the 83rd minute due to a penalty and then lost with a 94th minute Kobe goal. Like basically anything that, that could go wrong for me at the weekend went wrong, but they were all very close. Yeah, I mean, wasn't the same for me. Hacking Hammerby, uh, anything that could go my way did go my way this uh, this game. And a late Hammerby goal brought it to one each and a draw for me. So my outsider did come in at five to two there. Uh, I actually know a guy who was at this game. Um, he said he said he sent me pictures from it. Uh, he was at the he was in the hacking end, so he wasn't he was a bit hacked off with the the overall result. Um, but yeah, so Hacking Hammerby was a draw for me and five to two that came in with. Really good, really good result that. And Joey had Hoffenheim versus Freiburg, and he had Freiburg. Unfortunately, the only blemish on his copybook, nil-nil. Uh, Freiburg had more of the ball. They were playing pretty well. They weren't. It was a pretty even game. Uh, so he was on the right side. It certainly shouldn't have been a, uh, 
at Hoffenheim were under even money. But yeah, Freiburg didn't get the result for him there, but he was he was damn close with his outsider. And the final section of the week, the charity picks. Um, following the trend that I'd set in Japan, Shonen versus Urawa. The away win for Urawa was thirteen to ten, nil nil. So I managed to go zero for four, basically with my teams either taking the lead or the games ending nil nil. Yeah, I mean, I so for the uh, for. Patron, uh, well, patrons can see my hand gestures here, but uh, I'm, I'm sure everyone else can tell it in my voice about this pick. I fucking hated this pick so much so that I took Andy's. I took it X two on the thing. It was just one so... to three on the thing, so it came in for me, but it wasn't enough to do the rest of the mega coupon. Uh, bring the rest of the mega coupon in. Uh, I used my very limited signal uh, when I was away camping. I was up and I was up a hill somewhere and had G. And used my very limited signal to send Andy a message saying that I knew those fucking Urua cunts would lose um, or not. But you'd win. say that every week. I would. Any time. You would say that any time. And yeah. they do win some games, obviously. So you are, are you wrong. backing? Are you backing Sometimes. them when they're winning? Sometimes. They're just, I, they're just incredibly unpredictable. Yes. Which is, it's just not the team to be backing, not the team to be putting into the, I liked it. the I liked flagship it. charity spot. I like to better than evens. I'd take them again at better than evens. I wouldn't. Um, I uh, care about charity so I tried to get my charity bet in uh, I had Sushow versus Nimes and Sushow put on a show 4-1 winners against Nimes um, and Joey also cares about charity by picking a team that, that did what he wanted it to do he had over 2.5 goals and both teams to score a, 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 a thing I could not find on uh, 365 when I was putting it it's, on it's, 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 it's really, definitely it's, there it's, it's definitely there like, um, in fact it's on like the goals tab it's, yeah, it's like right at the top. Two, three, boy nailed it. So yep. he had he had everything in there. So Andy will be charity betting this week for us, uh, and I'm I, I'm assured they will pick a team that are better than the Urua Red Diamonds. The so, Urua Red Diamonds are are good, and they were good in that spot. So you know you had a good week this week. So re- revel in it with your four of four. Everyone loves to see it. Enjoy with the three of four. Yeah, three of so four overall, and a very close. Yeah, it was a pretty which, good week. Which, yeah. which meant overall the podcast had a pretty good week, despite me going zero <laughs> for four. An Brutal. Offer. Yeah. An offer. Absolutely. So mu- must do better. Um, We'll be back after this short break with the picks for the upcoming weekend. Uh, those of you that are members of the Trampled Bet Club on Patreon, you'll be seeing us on video just now. And you'll also get the middle section. Um, which is instead of the ad break, it's just us shooting the breeze about stuff, and it's unlimited amount of time. It's not the time the ad break takes, you know. Yeah, it's Gary, Gary's a very, Gary's a very good editor. Like you know, I mean, he, a lot of time uh, can be taken up in the middle section talking about picks that we like and didn't make the show, and also stuff from other sports. And I've got a feeling that with the MLB playoffs just around the corner. We may talk a little bit about that. Um, so if you fancy that, it's www.patreon.com forward slash trample bet or download the Patreon app and search for trample bet podcast. It's £6 a month. It gives us something back um, and you get something in return. You also get a really nice cheat sheet every week of all the picks written down, um, which comes in handy. Okie doke, middle section awaits the rest of you. We will see you after this short break. Hey. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back and now on to this week's picks for the weekend of Saturday, October 1st, 2022. As always, we'll get a banker pick from each of us, a value pick, an outsider pick, and then we'll round it all off with a charity treble, £10 of our own money going on that treble and any returns go to a charity of our choosing that will be announced on next week's show. So kick us off with the banker bets. And I am in the Danish Superliga for Bronby versus Lingby. Um, and the, I'm going to take a double chance. I'm going to basically take Bronby not to get beat at home against a team that are absolutely rotten at odds of one to five. Um, this game's Sunday at 3 p.m. Lingby marooned at the bottom of the table with just three points after 10 matches in the new Danish Superliga season. They haven't won a league match yet and only one of the points that they've managed to come across has come away from home, that being a one-each draw with Alborg back in game week nine. The teams have played each other five times since 2020 and Bronby have won four out of those five. Lingby picked up a shock 4-1 victory um, back in January at the beginning of the year. That's the only time that they've managed to get anything from Bronby recently. Bromby are a solid 5-7 to seven shout for the home win, but they've not exactly been brilliant themselves this season. They've got 11 points from 10 games, which is much better than the three points that Lingby have managed to get. But I think it's safe to say it's highly unlikely that Lingby's first win of this campaign will come away at Bromby. So the double chance should be a banker, and it's 1-5. to five. Strong. Strong. I hope I, so. I've got some slightly spicier odds for mine. Four to eleven, one to three. If you want to want to get involved in this, uh, it's a message that personally goes out to Joey, uh, who's on the podcast sometimes. Joey, I think Man Man United are going to get fucked this week by Man City. <laughs> um, yeah, this is uh, Man City at home to Man United. I just can't see a way that that Man United get anything out of this game. It's not at Old Trafford. It's at the A. He had. Um, Man City have scored 23 goals this season, conceded six. Man United have scored eight, conceded eight. These are very different statistics. I mean, United haven't been bad. You know, their, their last few games, they've been picking up a few wins. They beat Arsenal uh, yeah. in a kind of... Not to be rude and interrupt here, but Man United have definitely been on an upwards trajectory, though. Their most recent results have been much better than how they started the season. Mm. Absolutely. They have, they have been, which is why you're getting in the fact that as a derby, you're you're getting mm. a decent price on City here. Um, they beat Liverpool, they beat us, who we're not in any great shakes, and they beat Arsenal, who are in great shakes, and I, I think that uh, are, are are a bit better. But they were slightly fortunate that a goal was chopped off in that game for Arsenal, yeah. uh, pretty early on. Um, yeah, I just think Man City are going to far too much for for them to deal with, and you get them at four, eleven, one to three is is a big price. Uh, obviously, Haaland uh, is terrifying. Uh, and I don't think that Man United defence or really any defence is going to is going to keep him out for long. Yeah. Didn't have a particularly good international break. Yeah, uh, Norway no. got we Norway got cuffed uh, by Serbia, I think four 0 um, But he did score in the, the the other game that they played. I can't recall who that was against. But yeah, Man City to beat Man United one to three four eleven. 
That's my banker. So Chris, where are you for your banker? So I'm going somewhere where I don't normally go, uh, to Portugal for the Portuguese Premier Week. I'll be um, there on the weekend. Oh, you will be. Maybe you can. Maybe you can. Looking forward to it. <laughs> uh, I've got uh, Benfica to beat Vitoria SC, who sometimes shown some places is Guimarães. Guimarães. Pronunciation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Guimarães. Um, You'll find them on Bet three six five. Is Guimarães. Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, two to five for a Benfica win. Um, yeah, Benfica, top of the table, seven wins in seven games. Uh, they've only conceded three goals so far this season. Uh, Vitoria are middle of the table. They've had three wins and three losses, and that's kind of what normally happens to them. They normally get as many wins as they get losses. They beat teams below them, and they beat they get beat by teams above them. So kind of standard fare. Also, the victories are little like one nothing victories. They don't really score multiple goals. Whereas Benfica are averaging like two and a half goals per game. So even if they do concede, I think Benfica will see out the win. Um, the, the only thing kind of on paper that might put you off is um, the recent Braga v Vitoria game. Uh, Braga won with a 98th minute uh, free kick goal. Uh, something you've probably been the other, the other end <laughs> yes. of quite a few times. Andy. Were you on Victoria yes. in that right. game? <laughs> no, <I'm... laughs> But um, if you actually go and like watch a game, uh, like Braga missed a penalty, they had five corners, Vittoria had none, and Vittoria were getting seven players uh, yellow carded trying to keep the draw. <laughs> and on top of that, uh, they have like three players that are one yellow card away from a suspension. So I think they'll be a wee bit more cautious in this game. So yeah, Benfica's my, my banker. So if you fancy taking the bankers as a treble, you'd be looking at Bronbear draw against Lingby, Man City to beat Man United, and Benfica to beat Guimaraes. And that combines to 1.2 to 1, which I think is pretty tasty, actually. Over yeah. over even money over for even those money three for results. The bankers. Yeah. For bankers, yeah. Always, always going to take that. So um, I, I'll be on that for a reasonably big stake. And hopefully, with me taking a double chance this week, because it was me last week to let the bankers down, That'll sail in. Hopefully so. On to the value picks. So these are a little higher odds. Tend to be around the even money mark. Something that we think has a good chance of coming in or certainly better than the bookies have priced it up at. For me, I'm very close to home. Saturday at 12.30 in the Scottish Premiership for Heart of Midlothian versus Glasgow Rangers. Uh, a game we spoke about at length earlier, Chris. Yep, yep. Um, when Hearts get four men sent off. And hey, if that happened again this week, it'd be good for my bet. I'm going to back Rangers here for the away win at 7-10. to 10. Getting Rangers at that high a price in this league against anyone other than Celtic is basically something that should just be taken. Like, that'd be a profitable move over the course of history. Uh, Rangers are second in the table with 16 points from seven games played. Hearts are third. They're only three points back on 13 points from their seven games. And it seems close just now, but inevitably, Rangers and Celtic will open up the regular huge gap between them and the rest of the teams in the league as the yeah. season progresses. Um, since 2021, the sides have met five times. Rangers have won three times. There's been two draws. But there's a gulf in quality here, and Rangers are definitely a better team or growing into a better team <laughs> than, than they were. Like I, I, sort of, you know, five years ago, four years ago, three years ago, they're continually yeah. getting better. And there is a golfing quality that's in Rangers' favour. And I reckon there's plenty of value 
in taking them at seven to ten. But we shall now hear the opinion of an actual Rangers fan. Yeah, I was, Chris, I was, what do you think? I was going to say, as a Rangers fan, you definitely do not sound like a Rangers fan right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It's they're a very weird team at the moment. Um, I'm I'm never actually too sure which side's going to turn up uh, any any given game. But you're right about uh, over the course of a season, that's that's mental odds. And at some point, the gap will definitely open up and the team will settle down. As it today, given the given the breaks um, over the international period and some uh, British uh, games being postponed, um, maybe maybe they've had time to do extra training and gel together. But yeah, uh, over the course of time, that's certainly mental odds. Just uh, my nerves as a fan for Saturday is uh, are shredded I, I already. Would, I wouldn't be taking it. <laughs> well, I've, I've, I've I, given think, you... I think the neutral. I think the the neutral should. I've given you the kiss of death. <laughs> Nothing else, Chris. <laughs> well, that's good. So I'll talk about a much more sure thing in my book here. Uh, this is Medina versus Regina, and a team that I've been following pretty closely in the Sierra B. Uh, Regina are top of the league. Six games played, 15 points got, 14 goals scored, two conceded. And those two goals came five games ago. They haven't conceded a goal in in five. Uh, they play against 18th in the league, Modena, um, who are rubbish at the moment. They, they've taken three points from their six games, and that was one win. It's not as if they've got like three build-up draws that they're building to something. They beat someone a couple of weeks ago, and that was it. Um, there's no meaningful games in these teams gave these teams history the last time they played was 2014 when they were both in Sierra B uh, Regina are on an absolute tear just now they're beating teams that are comfortably in this division they're beating teams that have came up already um, they're beating the same teams that Medina are losing to and again I just don't think the bookies are that interested in this league to give it enough of a pricing that would 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 do something you know would put me off this game so you can get them at what I think is the, the rather ridiculous odds of uh, 19 to 10, almost 2 to 1. Yeah. The, the thing that like is that, a huge value pick. Yeah. I just, but I think it is value. I, I, you know, when you look at this, like if you look at the summary of this game, tell, see if, any, if you go into flash score or whatever, look at this game and tell me that, that Medina are going to win it. They're not. Like they're, they've been honking. Over their over their games just now, Regina are top of the league, almost two to one, over two to one at some bookies. Um, yeah, I'll be. I, mean, I'll be I like it. I do yeah. like it, but that literally would be a very viable outsider. Yeah, it would be, but I feel it's more. I, I have a bigger priced outsider in there, but I feel it's a it's a better pick to have as a value pick because it is actually. I don't think it's an outsider. <laughs> because because of the way that the yeah. Game's so set if, up. if you were looking at that game and you were in like a um, one of these pick a winner contests, yeah, where you need where you need to pick a winner of the match, like not looking at odds. Mm-hmm. You you would side with Regina here clearly. If if I was doing the odds for this game, I'd have Regina at just under even money. Wow. Okay. Hey man, I, I like the confidence. I'm I'm totally in. So yeah. So Medina 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 Regina Regina away. Almost two to one or two to one at some bookmakers. Chris, what have you got in the value area? So I'm coming back from Portugal. Uh, we're back in Scotland in week two. And uh, on Saturday at three o'clock, I'm going for Dumbarton to beat Forfar. Uh, evens uh, for Dumbarton to win. 
Um, I was kind of gutted at the, the ending of Dumbarton's uh, romanticised start to their season. Uh, they'd gone on a streak of seven wins in seven games and uh, they lost against Jan Rear. Um But it was a two-each game that, that ended in a loss of like a last-minute penalty, so it wasn't the worst. Uh, some Dumbarton fans uh, will claim that some of those seven wins were a little bit of luck. But I feel mm-hmm. I feel like you need a bit of luck uh, in football as well as winning. So, I don't know. Maybe my heart's talking a bit more than my head. But when you look at the table, 4-4 four, four are basically at the bottom. And when you're talking about value bets, top of the week against bottom of the week for evens is like the definition of a value bet. Uh, so, heart and head together. Uh, I want to see Dumbarton come back to winning ways. When you say some Dumbarton fans, the long-standing editor of this podcast, Mr. Gary Black, is a long-term Dumbarton fan, season ticket holder, club member for, for years and years and years. Um, be interesting if Gary was to, to come on the show and let us, he'll let us know in the Facebook comments, I guess. Well, no, he's, uh, boys, he's, already, he's, already, he's already done this in the Facebook comments. Have you not seen this? No. So, I, I mean... Chris, I know that this is your value pick in here, but um, we did have a post in the group by Strew Matt Erring that says Dumbarton at even money to beat Forfer is a ridiculous shout in here. So there, there's already agreement on this. And Gary, oh, oh has, no, I've been, I've been rumbled on my sources. And, uh, <laughs> and, and Gary has commented on this saying, I've been a Dumbarton band for over 30 years. With my whole heart, I tell you, never ever have them on your coupon. No good can come of it. <laughs> so he's already but, commented on this. But we always well, get that. If you're a fan of the team, you always remember the times they let you down. So maybe yeah, it is still a yeah. really good bet. Um, oh no, it is a really good bet. I think it is. I just was laughing at the fact that maybe Gary could comment, oh yeah, he has. He's done yeah, this already. That, that, that's this is shaping up to be a kind of audacious value bet, isn't it? Um, we've got three, we've got uh, two to one, we've got ones, ones that both sides of fans disagree with. <laughs> yeah, and then we just get, yeah, uh, hey, yeah, it's uh, it is audacious, and the price reflects that it's nine point one to one for the treble. Excellent, excellent. Should anyone, should anyone fancy that? Um, so that's Rangers to beat Hearts, Regina to beat Modena, and Dumbarton to beat Forfer. So that's three away wins in those games. 9.1 to 1 in 365 just now. I'll obviously be on that. I think it sounds fun. Um, and I like the reasoning behind them all. I might have a wee single in Regina, actually. I think that's a good show. I just really like the price. They're, they are. And, yeah. uh, and then I might have a double in Rangers and Dumbarton. Um, just, you know, because, you know, 19 to 10, Gordon, you can't. It'd be annoying if that let a coupon down, because they're because they're big odds. That's yeah. that's that's enough to take as a single and be happy with your return. Absolutely, yeah. You're almost at your two to one for the other two picks anyway. So absolutely, yeah. yeah. On to the outsiders then, and this is uh, for those of you that like the the bigger returns, shall we say? I like to back the three picks as a tricksy, so that's all the available doubles and the threefold, uh, and that way you get something back if. Two out of three win the meat the meatloaf bet, where two out of three ain't bad. Um, so so it's always something that the bookies have priced up as an underdog, and I'm in Scotland in the Premiership on Saturday at three p.m. for oh the tantalising prospect of St Mirren versus Livingston. Now, I think both teams have kind of done better than people might expect so far this season. I know Chris, uh, you're you're a big Scottish Premiership fan. Um, 
one of the best Scottish Premiership fantasy football players there is, or certainly the best I've ever consistently met. ranked in the top hundred. Uh, ridiculous! Oh, yeah, like yeah, thousands yeah. of people play this game. Tens of thousands. Come on, tens dozens, of thousands. Dozens, dozens of people. I'll let my modesty go to the side for a second. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, though. Literally thousands, like tens of thousands, yeah. like 70,000, 80,000, close to 100,000 people play this. Like that, yeah. And what did you finish last year? Uh, was was last year when I when I finished 51st, yeah. I think. Yeah, I and you were gutted at not making I was top gutted 50. because top 50 was the goal, yeah. Yeah, so you're a man that knows. So St. Mary v. Livingston, it might not um, draw the big crowds, mm-hmm. but both have overperformed this season. I certainly thought St. Mary would be Pretty oh, certain you, to be you, you've, been on, yeah. you've been ragging on them all summer, yeah. Yeah, instead, it's my team, Dundee United, that are sitting with two points <laughs> so far this season. We'll, 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 get, we'll get to that, to we'll get to that, don't you? Uh, <laughs> but St. Mary and Livingston, both teams have 12 points from their seven matches. Um, they're fourth and fifth in the league because they're tied on points, they're separated purely by goal difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, a goal difference of zero for St. Mary and Livingston from minus three. Going back to 2019, there has now been a run of 12 matches in a row where these teams have either had a match that's been decided by one goal or it's been a draw. So basically, for years and several occurrences, really close competitive fixtures. The matches are tight. The teams look equally matched this year. They've got exactly the same amount of points in the league. Even their last three head-to-head meetings have all been draws. 1-1, 1-1, and then 0-0. So for me, the draw is the most likely outcome of this match and it's priced better than 2-1 to one at 21-10. to 10. So I'll just be taking this as a straight-up draw. I'm a big fan of that bet. I was looking at St Mirren because mostly because of a lot of your comments. Uh, I really want them to They're do well. They're like a 13-10 well. favourite for this game. I really want them to do well this season. But um, oh, yeah, the, the, teams, the teams are too close together. So I think a draw. I don't normally like a draw, but I think a draw in this one is looking really good. I just like it's happened the last three times. It's happened so many times out of like their matches across the last five years. They're so equally matched this season. Yeah. I think it's the most like if I had to pick one of the three outcomes, I'd pick a draw. And the fact you then get better than two to one on it, great. Like, give me that. Well, Chris, if you don't like that draw, you're not going to like this one. (laughs) This is a. I'm in the Sierra A, but you'd be forgiven to think for thinking that this game would be a Sierra B game because this is Lecce versus Cremonese, two teams that love to be in Sierra B. Um, I, I fancy this game as a draw, and I've got some good reasoning to do so. Four, three of the last um, five games that Lecce have played have ended up in a one-each draw specifically, with their other two games being a 2-1 win against Sal- um, Salernitana and a 1-0 loss to Torino. Cream and AC have had a bit of a hard start to this season. Listen to the teams that they've started to play, right? They're not doing very well to start off. They lost 4-0 to Lazio. They drew one each with uh, Atalanta. They drew uh, 0-0 with Sassuolo. They lost 3-1 to Inter. <laughs> they lost 1-0 to Roma. And they lost uh, 2-1 to Torino in there. Lecce have had to play... <laughs> this is Lecce's first few games. Monza, who they drew with. Uh, Empoli, who they drew with. The only tough team they've had to play so far is Napoli, which, to be fair, they did draw with. Now, I think Cremonese are having a bit of a, 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 a... are getting a bit of stick here. They've only taken two points from their first seven games, but they've been close in these games and they've had to play all of the teams you'd see generally featuring in the Italian-European chase. Um, Lecce have taken six points from their seven games. 
I think both teams would be relatively happy with a draw here. And I think a draw at 12 to at 12 to 5 or 23 to 10 is a good shout in this spot. Um Cream and AC obviously have Jack Hendry, who's just coming back from uh, Scotland international duty, who hadn't really featured for them. But I wonder now if he may do, considering he got a lot of minutes under his belt uh, under Steve Clark over the last three games there. And Lecce also have, uh, I think they've got Liam Henderson. There's a there's a Scottish connection to Lecce in there as well. Um, but yeah, I just think this game's going to end up a draw. The, the teams are pretty... Um, Evenly matched, considering the fact that Cremonese have had to play everyone that you generally have to play in the Europa slash Champions slash Conference League over the first six games. So, draw for me. Chris, do you have a draw that you'd like to contribute to this outsider section? <laughs> I do not have a draw, uh, because Dundee United are just that bad. Um, Fuck <laughs> yeah. and talk. Fight and talk. In the, outsider, really. in the outsider section, we're staying in Scotland it's three o'clock on Saturday in the Premiership. St Johnston are going to be beating Dundee United, and it's two to one for St Johnston win. Um, yeah, <laughs> these aren't great teams on paper. Um, St Johnston have won two games. Dundee United haven't won any. Um, kind of a a similar vibe to your banker, Andy. It's just, do I think this is a game where Dundee United get their first win? Not really. Um, St Johnston's losses haven't been as bad as the four losses would make you think uh, they could beat 1-0 by Hibs when St Johnston were down to 10 men and Hibs scored a last minute goal we did. they could beat 4-0 uh, against Rangers 1-0 against Aberdeen they get two goals against Hearts and they recently trounced St Mirren 3-0 so I don't think the team are as bad as they, they look on the on the league standings Um Due diligence, so uh, Graham Carey is uh, their best goal scorer, and he's recently been put out with a major injury. Uh, nobody's really stepped up yet because the first game without him uh, was a crap nil-nil draw with Ross County. So the question is, will someday in St Johnston step up and score a goal? But I certainly think it's more likely than someday in Dundee United. So for two to one, that's that's what I'm going with. So let me. Let me give some background to Dundee United's season. We started we started the season away at Kilmarnock. We were 1-0 up for most of the game. We got Ian Hark sent off with about 15 minutes to go and conceded a stoppage time goal to draw one each. So we really probably should have won our opening game of the season. Um, we then beat AZ Alkmaar in the Europa League, uh, the Europa Conference League. Um, first leg, 1-0, which was a tremendous result and a tremendous performance. Now, we have a new manager in, Jack Ross, and the players clearly hate him. We could beat 1-0 away at Livingston and then fucked 7-0 by Alkmaar. And the players are, and him probably had a bust-up. Something happened. They meant the players weren't playing for him anymore because they then get beat 4-1 by Hearts, 3-0 by St. Mirren, and 9-0 by Celtic. And that 9-0 against Celtic was literally... You ever got you ever gone into work and just gone, yeah, duh. Fucking sack me if you want. Like, yeah, uh, I'm just not I, doing I anything. Today. I can't be arsed. I'm literally not doing anything. Are you meant to be cleaning that floor? Yeah, I'm not doing it. That's literally what every single player in our team was doing that day. And we could beat 9 0, and Jack Ross gets sacked. After that, we beat Livingston 2 1 away in the cup. We drew with Motherwell 0 0. And then we could beat by Rangers away at Ibrooks 2 1 in a game that we were hugely competitive in. So, 
I get all your reasoning and fine, St. Johnson are probably overpriced at two to one, but we're we weren't getting beaten nine 0 because we were a bad team. We were getting beaten nine 0 because we're a not very good team and they down tools. Tools that they've since picked up. That that that's the only thing I'd say. As as someone that is a season ticket holder with Dundee United and has seen a lot of the games. I mean, I'll still be backing your pick because I back I back all the picks from the podcast. I will grudgingly do it. But yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if, if we put in a decent performance. That's, that is why it's an outsider bet and yeah. why it's priced the way it is. And there, there is a question mark about St. Johnston goal scorer. So I guess if, if you wanted to complete the trifecta, you could go for a draw. I think chance, a draw in here is a um, good shout. I think a nil-nil one specifically. I think if you yeah. ask both teams what they'd want out of this, like, uh, would you? what would you take at minimum? Or oh, a draw? Shake I don't, hands, think, I don't think I don't think Dundee United would take a draw because we only have we only have two points. Like we, We're in serious trouble. Yeah, like we, I'm just, we need wins. It's just, it's just where's the Dundee United goals coming from? Like I know you speak Levinson, Stephen Fletcher, and, and you got and you got a goal against Rangers, but like St Johnston were getting like two and three goals recently. So yeah, well, I mean, I think on paper we actually have a reasonably good team, a better team than the team that finished fourth in the league last year. We've got Tony Watt, we've got Stephen Fletcher, Dylan Levitt, ex Man United in the midfield, like Middleton. Um, who else did we buy recently? Well, Ian Hark, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily shout about that. I, I haven't <laughs> heard somebody be that excited by Middleton since the first time I saw him play in Europe, <laughs> like five years ago or something. Craig Sibbald bought him as well. Like we've got a decent attacking and midfield options now. Um, it's just up to Liam Fox, who's recently been, this week been appointed as the the permanent manager to get them all together. Will we get a new manager bounce as well? Maybe I don't know. I can talk a lot about this game because I am a season ticket holder with Dundee United. Mm. I'm not putting anyone off your pick. I'm just saying that I think there's mitigating circumstances in the run up to this. No, whether no, we can whether we can fix it by this weekend or not is a totally different matter. And if St. Johnson won 3 0, I, I could definitely see that happening. Yeah. De- definitely, definitely good points for uh, the listeners to be weighing up themselves. Exactly. And that's the whole point of the podcast. So the outsider treble, if you wanted to be mental and put an actual treble on, uh, a draw between St. Mary and Livingston, a draw between Lecce and Cremonese, and a St. Johnson win away at Dundee United works out at 29.69 to 1. So almost 30 to 1. That's pretty good. I'll be taking the uh, the tricksy on that, so I only need two out of the three results to come in. And the old trouble chance. That's what you're looking That's it. That's what we need. (laughs) On to the charity bets then. So a pick from each of us, £10 of our own money, my money this week, uh, going on the treble and anything that comes back, including the stake, will go to a charity of my choosing for next week. Um, I'm going to start us off early. You know, they say never take the early kickoff. Bugger that. Friday at 6pm in the German Dritte Liga. So the third tier of German football. Um, for Al versus Meppen. Have a look at this. L- listeners, pull up your flash score and just look at this game right now in the three-dot Liga in Germany on Friday night. Al have had an absolutely atrocious start to this season. They're dead last through nine matches played. They only have three points. They've only scored five times. They've conceded 15 Right, Meppen aren't brilliant. They're 11th in the table, but they've managed 11 points from their nine games, which is considerably better than three. 
and Mepin are a massive five to two outsider for this game. And that seems insanely generous. It's not even as if they're not scoring goals. I know they've drawn their last four games, but they've scored goals in most of isn't them. Isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Isn't this against a team that are terrible? They haven't won in their last 10 matches, Al, like across all competitions. I know we're, you know, Crazy. Three draws and seven defeats in their last in their last ten. And you're getting you're getting Mepin here at huge odds of five to two. So I'm gonna be a wee bit more cautious than just backing a massive outsider win in the charity. I'm gonna take the double chance and take a Mepin win or a draw that is still really good at five to seven. I mean And that that's my charity pick for the week. I think that's a good pick. I'd be tempted to take them um just straight straight up. Uh, oh, five to two is yeah. is wonderful. Yeah, this was almost my outsider. I was picking between this and a, and the St. Mirren game being a draw, and I was like, "But I can take Mepin on a double chance and bring the odds down for the charity. I can't take a draw on the double chance and bring the odds down." Yeah, fair enough. Because I, I only liked the draw in the other game. I didn't like either side of it particularly, mm-hmm. but in this one, I like Mepin, and then I'll take the draw as the safety net. Five to seven's good odds for the charity pick. Yeah, five to seven's pretty decent in there. So um, I'm I, I, I'm I'm confident with your pick in there. Um, I am going to take you to a rather Shakespearean fixture that starts at the beginning of next week. This is a Monday night game at seven forty-five, and this is how much I like this. I don't generally bring a game that isn't even in this game week to the <laughs> the table. But Monday night uh, is when it's at for me uh, in fair Verona. Um, so that was why it's a Shakespearean start to this. I fancy Udinese to beat Verona at 13-10. to 10. Now, Udinese have had a flying start to this season. Through seven games, they're one point off the top of the league, just behind Napoli and Atalanta, who are both on 17 points. Udinese are on 16. They play a Verona team who have taken five points from seven games and are just above the relegation zone, just above Monza, um, who, who have got a point less. Now, Udinese have been, have been great. They've won their last five on the spin, most convincingly beating Inter Milan 3-1 last week. Um, they've also t- t- they've basically had the same start that Cremonese have had, but they've decided to go on and try and win the league. They played against Sassuolo. They beat them. They beat Roma 4-0. And... Um, they beat Fiorentina and they beat Monza in there. I just think Udinese are really good value here. Um, and, you know, are they going to go on to win the league? Probably not, but they're having a bit of a purple patch and playing another team who are towards the bottom means for me, they shouldn't be 13 to 10. Verona are 2 to 1 for this game. So technically, they, they are, <laughs> Udinese are the favourite, but they're a favourite at 13 to 10. So Udinese here, 13 to 10. Monday night, I will almost certainly be the last pick unless Chris is some Portuguese game that gets well, off we've Monday we've night. Friday, we've got Friday and Monday. I'm guessing Chris will be the middleman here. Yes. Thursday uh, night. <laughs> we're, we're, Chris, we're, what we we're staying in the same week, but we are going back on the clocks to Saturday at 2pm. I have got Napoli to beat Torino. Normally, I'm the one that loves the mental odds, but it turns out I'm the only one that loves charity this week. <laughs> <laughs> We are one to two for the Napoli win. Um, pr- pretty similar to what I've what I've said before. This just seems like football one one here. Uh, Napoli top of the table. They'll probably end up there or thereabouts. Torino middle of the table. Probably end up there or thereabouts. 
they have three wins, three losses. They beat the teams uh, below them. They get beat by teams above them. You know, stop me if you've heard this one before. Um, <laughs> not only am I predicting that Napoli's got to win this week, I'm going to go so far as to say that Torino next week will beat Empoli and then they're going to get beat by Juventus the week after. That's how confident <laughs> I am. Are they early odds out yet? Threefold. That's how confident I am in their season going that way. That they're going to beat the teams below them and get beat by teams above them. So there we go. Uh, yeah, Napoli to win at uh, one to two. Great pick, I like Chris. It. So I would we... have taken this if you hadn't picked it first. <laughs> <laughs> so the charity treble works out as the double chance of draw or SV Mepin in the Al versus Mepin game. Udinese to beat Verona and Napoli to beat Torino. 5.35 to 1. So all being well, we'll have £63.50 to donate to charity next week. If you are mental, like me, because I do believe it will happen one time, and we will hit all 12 out of 12. Absolutely. The 12-fold is 4,348.341. Take it to the bank. So over 20 grand. 20 grand. From a fiver. And I do it every week, and we will do it. And the Mm -hmm. day we do it, Oh, parties everywhere. Yes. So uh, <laughs> 4,300 odd to one for the 12-fold. Oh, um, the, the, the nerves of we're waiting on Gordon's on Monday night. Monday, we've, got Monday deep, night. we've got deep before. Yeah. And we've had some, you know, some four-figure cash-out offers before. Yeah. But hopefully, I, I'm just going to, I always let it ride. Like the whole point of it is we're going we're gonna to hit the 12. I, I've, had a, the 12 I've, I've had a £600 cash-out offer on... Uh, on on one of our coupons and, and and even more another time I don't remember the exact figure Celta Vigo though it's down John Walker if you're listening you're dead to me um, <laughs> <laughs> name checks for Gary Black and John Walker this podcast Historical. wonderful Tra- trample bet favourites and thank you Gary for all the hard work you do um do join us on Facebook, guys. Uh, we have a we have a Facebook page. Just search Trample Bet Podcast. Add to join the group. Free to join. Um, we've got people that talk about all sorts of sports, about the content of this podcast, but also stuff that they like for the weekend ahead. Um, Michael Stokes is doing a very interesting... He's brilliant at his rugby union betting, and he's doing a very interesting thing this year where he is uh, giving us all his rugby picks, but also publishing all the results and keeping track of it as we go. And I'm sure you'll see that Michael's a very competent rugby man. I, I just back his picks without even questioning. I know nothing about I've rugby. Got a, whole ca- a whole account for it. Yeah, he's just in there. Betfair, um, that's all I use it for. So, you know, come and join us on Facebook. Get involved in the chat if you want to or just see what the community is saying. As mentioned earlier, we have a Patreon channel, £6 a month, www.tramplebet.com. Sorry www.patreon.com forward slash tramplebet and you can join the tramplebet club for £6 a month. Early access to the podcast, video content, extra podcasts and also all the picks that we've mentioned written down in a handy cheat sheet format so you can peruse them at your leisure, see which ones you like and make up your own bets. Gordon, Chris, been an absolute pleasure, gentlemen. Can I just say for this weekend, go Comets? Yes. Go Comets. Chris, you will be the only... The only podcast member to attend and also feature. So I'm looking. Would you like to guess your own run line just now? Yes, You're probably going to get four, four, four at bats. Give me your. Give me your. How are they going to go? Uh, well, I'm going to be pessimistic and say that I'll get two walks and two strikeout walks. <laughs> really? So I was going to go for. I was going to say two walks, a single, and a strikeout. 
Yeah. I was going to. That's, gonna, why, that's I, why I read. I, I, it, I, okay, I, you've got it wrong. It's two hit by pitches, a walk <laughs> and a strikeout. But the hit by pitches come on the first and fourth. Wow. So this is the, okay, the bookends. This is the Scottish National Baseball League A League final. Um, Tapor Breakers against the Glasgow Comets. And uh, Chris, will, Chris will be playing in that on Sunday. Um, so search, search Twitter for the Glasgow Comets. You can follow along and see see what he's up to. I'm sure um, it will be it will be live tweeted. So best of luck yeah, for the final, Chris. Hopefully, I, I scored the winning run once again, uh, as as we did in as Sunday. you did as you did in the semi final. A walk, a walk off bases loaded walk. It's the way to go. It's the way to go. A beautiful way to do it. That can't happen because we're away from home in Tayport. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, Fair you know. Rules are just suggestions. (laughs) Well, best of luck for it, Chris, and thank you very much for joining us um, this week. Some great picks in there. I think we've got a good week ahead of us. Best of luck to everyone, and thank you very much for listening. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trampled Bet podcast is produced by Andy Vaughn, Gordon McLarnan, and Gary Black, part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sports-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.